This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 we head into the happy hour. Gwen and Chris, Scraby, 97.3 The Fan, also on YouTube. Search 97.3 The Fan. You can watch the program. We kick off the final hour with something that I am dying to get to here. <laughs> what if I could tell you? The big you, five? Oh, don't be interrupting me. I know we have a couple of big five things, but that's going to have to wait. What if I told you that we all now know that Patrick Mahomes knew that the 49ers were making a grave mistake on the overtime coin flip, and he knew it. The minute it happened. Yeah. Now, we have we have come across video that confirms this. And I told Scraby during the break, I said, oh, we got to play this. This is interesting stuff. Scraby goes, absolutely not. <laughs> people are sick of and the I Super go, Bowl talk, I, okay? <laughs> he says, people are sick of the Super Bowl. He goes, oh, the Super Bowl handed four days ago. We don't want to hear about it. But this is... Tony's got it on his phone, and I, since you're not going to play it, we're going to have to play it without you. We're going to play it on a mic, and, and I want to also point out that the whole idea that the Niners were on the field like naked, like they didn't know the rules. I don't know that we ever said that. We didn't, but that's how it's been portrayed. Like, they went out on the field. They Isn't that did, a media problem, uh, not a player problem? I'm saying, well, okay, well, if, for, if it's a media problem, we're going to fix this media problem when we play this clip right here. And for those who are watching on YouTube, I am going to put my phone on this mic because that's the only way we're going to be able to listen to it. So well, People are tired of this. Here we go. That's Kyle Shanahan talking to Fred Warner. What is your call? Tails again. He called Tails again. It is Tails. You want the ball? Which way do you want to kick? We're going to kick that way. San Francisco received this field overbound. Good luck, gentlemen. They want it. They want the ball. They want it. Hey, they want it. They want it, baby. We want them to have the ball. They want it. They can have it. All right, so let's recap everything that happened there. You heard at the very beginning, Mahomes was talking to Andy Reid saying, it's their coin flip, which way do you want to kick? Then you heard Kyle Shanahan say to Fred, Fred we Fred want Warner. the ball being Fred Warner who called the coin toss. Then we heard the coin toss. The rest of it was Patrick Mahomes running off the field going, they want the ball. They want the ball. <laughs> Guys, they want the ball. 
He said it like five times, and he finally said they want it. They can have it. Hey, Scraby, before I and mess up the one last thing, back, sorry, Tony. Yeah, the final it. thing was your sick or somebody on the 49ers sideline yes, saying, hey, even if they score a touchdown, the game's not over. So the 49ers clearly knew the rules. Right. That's That was the most important part because – whether it's a media problem or 49ers, and Kravy's probably right, the media has kind of portrayed it as if the Niners went out there and not were, having and a not clue what was going on. What was happening. They they executed exactly what the coach wanted. And if they didn't know that the out the overtime rules, they knew it before they took the field. So yes, they did. That's uh you know, that's I thought that was important because it's, it's a Fugazi out there exactly. that the 49ers were just running around blindly <laughs> with absolutely no clue. But I find it pretty interesting that Patrick Mahomes was, I don't know if I'm going to say savvy enough, because at the time that Kyle Shanahan took the ball, I personally thought that's what I would have done. Yep. But Patrick Mahomes, he knew immediately that See, that was not the right thing to do, and he he clear, uh, made it pretty clear as he was running off the field that he was really happy. They took the ball. And to me, <laughs> he was kind of surprised. Yeah, he couldn't believe and it. And to me, I think that also proves a point that they would have gone for two why else would you be that giddy? I believe about them. them. I believe them that they're going to go for two. But let's just talk about it. All works out for them, and this all would never come out if the 49ers end up winning yes, the game. It would have. This is you know where I got that that from. Uh, inside the NFL, exactly. So they no. are going to play. That no, yeah, of course regardless. they're going to play that. They're not going to be like if they if the Chiefs lost, they're not going to play Patrick Mahomes being excited that right. they got but the you, ball. You know what they? Yes, they would have played it. You know what they would have played? They would have looked different. Kyle Shannon had said, yeah, we want the ball. He looks like a genius if they end up winning that game. But they didn't. The whole thing with the Chiefs going in, going for two, number one, I think that would have been one of the most incredible things I've ever seen yeah, in sports. It would have been great, great theater. Number two, like, it's great that they were going to go for two, but we're all assuming they're going to get they're well, going to convert the two-point yeah, conversion, it's and it's not that after, after easy. After watching them score the last play of the game, it's pretty it's pretty easy to get you. I bet you they, they will cover the flats in the two-point conversion. <laughs> I bet you they would. The bottom line of all of this is the fact that we are on your side, Scraby, in terms of when Kyle Shanahan said he wanted the ball, my first thought was I agreed with him. But in the you know time since that happened, not necessarily even the way the game played out, but just the, in the strategy. time since that happened, the strategy now that we've all thought it through seems to indicate that that was the wrong decision. And I'm saying I was wrong, too, because yeah. I thought I he thought made the, the right decision. Did, but I tell me, but so tell me why. You're getting defensive for no, no reason. No, 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 no. Yes, but, but honestly, tell me why. Uh, tell me why putting the entire season on a two-point conversion is the right call. Because, again, because they could have lost the game, and then it's like, well, they should have taken the ball first. No, Maybe they because, the, 49ers. because the, the two-point conversion is a 50-50 proposition. Tying the game and giving the third possession to the other team in a sudden death situation is much less than 50% that they're going to go down and kick a field goal. So that's why going for two makes sense as the second team. Right. No, I'm yes. not arguing that. I'm not well, arguing that. what are you that. arguing? Because they could still go for two if they got the ball first. Yeah, but. <laughs> All right, you can't push your mic away because you still got two more questions to ask. <laughs> Sorry. Just slam the microphone. <laughs> Sorry. That was not a mic drop statement that was right a, there. That was a mic By the push. way, everyone, they brought this back up. It we was did. not me. It was I'm fun. taking a lot of heat for how much I talk about the 49ers 
And you we're know not what? even talking about the 49ers. We're just talking, we're talking about, about the strategy. football strategy yeah, right now. That's it. That's all. Let's get us back to the, the big five, man. Get back to the big five now. Don't Come even on. get me started about what. Get us Brittany to your. Mahomes get us to. Get us to your out. stage. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. He's so right. Number two. All right. I don't even want to look at the chat right now. So I'm by the way, incredibly by the way. stupid they took the ball. <laughs> Real quick. It's incredibly <laughs> stupid because they lost the game. Real quick. That the sound was very good in your phone. So what? from now, yeah. So we're from now on, from phone. now on, just stop waiting around for Scraby. Just we're going to play stuff off your phone. Scraby, get off the chat. No, Anthony has a great two. point. Anthony has a great point. Are there sources or stats on if two point conversion is really 50 50? Yes, it is. The stats say it's about 50 50, maybe 49.8. That's not 50 50. 49.8 actually is not 50. Very I'm close. actually going to yeah. go look this up because Chris Scra- had that number Scra- two Scra- readily two available. Do you want another carryover of the Big Five? You guys did this. <laughs> Let's go. Get off of it. Let's go. So the pairing of Stephen A. Smith and Chris Mad Dog Russo is pretty successful. In January, I don't think they, f- I don't think these two guys fight like we fight sometimes. No. They don't. Yeah, it's a lot more and good fun for them. Yeah, it's actually real for us. <laughs> uh, in January, first take had its most watched month in the 16 year history of the show. Didn't know that show was on for 16 years, but they averaged 680 thousand viewers. That was up 21 percent from last January when he uh, Mad Dog Russo started appearing on first take in early 2022. Russo admitted to Howard Stern that ESPN was paying him $10,000 per show over 40 weeks. Only Howard Stern can get somebody to True. admit that, too, by the way. No kidding. <laughs> uh, the, but Everybody feels like Howard Stern is the one place to bear your soul. <laughs> really, he really Tell is. Tell him whatever. <laughs> um, so what ESPN did instead is they have extended Mad Dog Russo. They're not giving any details on this, but it's safe to assume he's going to be getting a raise. Chris made Mad Dog relevant for so long. The same thing that makes you relevant. He says crazy stuff, and he says it with a <laughs> bunch of energy. <laughs> Great. Do you think he right. believes all of his crazy stuff? Uh, not to the extent that he presents it. Okay. I think he believes the side he takes, but I think he presents it in a in a fashion that is, you know, quite a bit showmanship. But I like it. Most yeah. people do. Um. Do you think I believe all the crazy things I say? Ninety percent. No, of it. but it's, yeah, ninety. Mo- okay, yeah, a lot ninety percent. Nine out of ten. Of it. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, Tony, what has made Mad Dog relevant for so long? I'm not sure, honestly. Um, I didn't come into Mad Dog, if I'm being honest, until he was on high heat baseball. And then the 30 for 30 came out there shortly after, and then I learned that he was has kind of been in this game doing well for a long period of time. Um, and I wasn't sure how this pairing was going to work with him and Stephen A. But I think in some ways Stephen A has kind of lightened him up a little bit. He's He's a much more fun character than on on first take than he is on high heat where I just think of him yelling all the time and don't get me wrong he yells on first take but it's it's in a fun way that's different um yeah it's like a fun debate yeah it's like a it's like a fun maniac sometimes you know what I'm saying like he's like yelling but he's got kind of a smirk on his face which is different than high heat but in terms of his longevity I mean clearly he knows how to entertain he knows how to push buttons Right, he does, um, but he doesn't come off like a, you know, arrogant jerk. I was going to use a different word, but yeah, what were you going to use? Something I like a know-it-all, like a hole. 
Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh <laughs> yeah. wow. Okay, there it is. <laughs> he doesn't come off like that. He comes off like, like he's got some fun to him, even though he's, you know, older. Yes. 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 All right. Whoops. Dustin Johnson is now with Liv, and he just got done beating Peter Uline and Who's Taylor that? Gooch. Dustin I know, Johnson. I know who Gooch is. I don't know who Peter Uline. Uline is. Yeah, he's been around. I don't even know if he's won a tournament, but he plays for Liv. Oh, okay. And so Dustin Johnson won the actual tournament at uh, Live Las Vegas. And even though he won, he actually fell to number 231 in the world golf rankings because Live players aren't awarded ranking points. But Johnson isn't worried because he has his uh, he has his spot in the Masters. And he said to everyone, well, not to everyone, but he said that he's just focused on the Masters and that's all he wants to do is win the Masters this year. So the field better watch out. Tony... Is the world golf ranking a sham to you now? Uh, I don't know that it's a sham, but it can't necessarily be accurate, as much as I hate to say this, Yeah. without the likes of a Dustin Johnson. Uh, eventually, John Rahm is going to start trickling, oh, yeah, trickling his way out. Yep. You can't tell me he's not one of the best golfers in the world. No, he is. Um, so, I mean... I guess to answer your question, it, it kind of has to be a sham. I get why they're doing it. You know, Liv is not sanctioned in terms of these points that they hand out. Um, but, you know, the question in itself, is it a sham? Right now, you have to say yeah. Chris, what do you think? Uh, world golf rankings don't mean a thing to me or to anybody else other than maybe Scotty Scheffler because he's at the top of those rankings. Uh, anything that has Ludwig Aberg <laughs> rated ahead of Dustin Johnson and Brooks kept I mean, who's Ludwig Aberg? I don't know. He's the 11th ranked you know offer in the world. Scrape? I don't know if you Lud- knew that, Scrape. Ludwig van Beethoven's long-lost nephew. Yeah, that's who it is. And my point is, is, really? is no. none of us <laughs> care about these rankings. We care about, you know, the names of the people we're familiar with. And, you know, as, as long as the live and the PGA, all those guys are split up. Golf's going to have an issue that needs to be fixed. That is true. All right. That's it for the Big Five. Very All good. right. That Big Five. Never I'm really up. excited that we found out how your phone works so well on the uh, – because I get tired of asking Scraby to, you know, look up stuff and record stuff, and he gets mad. He doesn't want to do Scraby, it. you know what? Now, now we just can bypass Scraby altogether. It's, Scraby, it's fantastic. Scraby hates when I send him, like, Instagram stuff anymore. Instagram's the worst platform to play audio it's, from. It's hard to get the audio. So now he can just say, no, you know what? Just keep that on your phone. You no, can we can't do that. It has to go through the board. I was taking a, a, a stand against you playing that because I saw it earlier and I'm so tired I tried of everybody to... saying the G- Chiefs are genius and I know I look like a hater. You, you you don't look like a hater. You are being a hater right now. Chris, Mike says on the chat, Poinsettia Dog Park in Carlsbad has both a large dog and separate small dog area. I oh, think you should come up and you, Lucky and Kylie would go to the park together. It does. That's I go nice, to that park quite uh, often. That's nice. The one in Carlsbad? Yes. You can move Carlsbad a little closer to where I live. That'd be <laughs> helpful. <laughs> I was just thinking, Tony doesn't live anywhere near I Carlsbad. I sure don't. Yeah, okay. Fine. Well, it must but be a great you, dog park. That, that, that's nice to know, though, because we really, we've not taken our dog to a dog park for 10 years because of that issue. And now maybe we can take her to one. Let me ask you this question. Is Kylie, does she, is she friendly with the other dogs? Does she play with the other dogs or does she kind of keep to herself? She pays them no attention. Okay. Well, then she maybe really she doesn't does. miss it. I have a confession to make. My, uh, my oldest dog, Axel, we don't take him to the dog. He's not 
a dog dog type of person. He's a dog human type. <laughs> per- like he is much more uh, predictable with humans in a way than than he is with other dogs. So when mm. other dogs get around, he is like turns into turns into an actual guard dog. You know, I have a really dog human good dog human relationship, yeah. but I have a terrible human human relationship. Yes, you do. So. You don't like humans very much. No, that's why me and Lucky, Lucky and I. Just hang out. Lucky, lucky. By the way, Caitlin. Chat. By the way, Caitlin Clark has not only already broken the record for most points in a career; she's put in eighteen points in the first quarter. Oh wow! Tonight. Oh, okay, so her over under that thirty six <laughs> over under right now, quaking right now. Now she's up to twenty one, still in the first quarter. Wow! What are I mean, we got to get that game on? She might go for a hundred tonight. Crazy! She's All dropping right. from the logo apparently. Apparently again, yeah. All right, uh, we got a break. Coming on back, we got our interview of the day. We got more Gwen and Chris. Stick around. The happy hour continues. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the 30-mile zone. 5.23 on the clock. What happened? You guys are laughing. Because we were just talking about while you're out, out of the room, and we felt like there wasn't enough time to do it with our, our replay. <laughs> and you, you sat down before I could say anything. Dang it. Uh, we, I have a few stories we could talk about for sure. We only got like six minutes to kill. All right, let's do it. I'm not going to play the open because I don't have it ready, but. Oh, okay. Fine. I will play the open. If you don't know your sports gossip, can you really call yourself a sports fan? It's time to bring together sports and celebrity gossip. We call it the 30 Mile Zone, mainly so we don't get sued by the real company. On 97.3 The Fan. All right. Caitlin Clark still rocking the Bruce Lee, Kobe Bryant's. Oh, you were looking at her oh, shoes. Of course I Wait, was. Wait, Kobe has Bruce Lee shoes? He was uh, a big fan of Bruce Lee, so every year he made a Bruce Lee version of wow. his whatever his new shoe was. I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah. All right. Well, Be the like 30 water. Mile Zone is the official name for TMZ, 
And so we just kind of go through some celebrity sports gossip. We also talk about stories of, in sports that we normally wouldn't talk about. But have you heard what happened with P.J. Tucker, guys? Yeah, P.J.'s not very happy with the no. Clips row right now. No, no, no. He plays for the Lakers. No, the, he does wait, not. Sorry, he plays for the Clippers. Plays for the Clippers. And he was fined $75,000 for publicly saying he wanted to be traded earlier this month. He said that... He said, I want to be somewhere where I'm needed, wanted, and can do it all. And he also said to reporters that he was thinking about packing up his shoes so that he can get up out of there. But $75,000, I didn't know you couldn't ask for a trade publicly. Well, yeah, this is why agents do it generally, because they can't find the agents. You know, usually it's Rich Paul or somebody saying, my client wants to be traded. Yeah. And there's a reason for that, because $75,000 later, P.J. Tucker is like, dang. I should have had my agent do this. But uh, it speaks to the fr- the type, the amount of frustration he's having right now because I think I believe they sent him home uh, before the All-Star break started. Um, and he was expected, he was I think he was expecting to be traded at the deadline when that didn't happen. That's when um, the fine came on top of it. So Wait, hold on. Hold on. There we go. Sorry. He hasn't played. I don't know. Hey. Never mind. Whatever I had to say wasn't that important. <laughs> no, go for it. I'm sorry. I mean, the time's gone. He now. hasn't played in how many games? Since November 27th. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. All right. Good I stuff, guys. Good. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that. You now, know, here's no, one. I did it. I'm sorry. Here's, I got you guys in this little kerfuffle. It's okay. Here's one that I really. This is, this is the spirit of the 30 mile zone. Did you guys know that Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan broke up? They broke up, but they are back together. Oh. They were seen enjoying a nice Valentine's Day dinner out in Could Miami. Could be a rebound. Could be a rebound of date. themselves. I was it's been I, known to happen. Yeah, you have a brief return after a breakup. Then you then you really make know that it doesn't work yeah, at right. that point. I'm just saying it could be. Maybe I, I'm not gonna really lie. There, there was a piece of me that was like. You know, I, I'm sad that they're not happy anymore, but maybe Michael and Scotty can, like, patch it up. Yeah. Now. It doesn't gonna, seem like the best connection. It's, it's going to be hard to patch it up as long as his son is dating his ex-wife. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there was that hope. So, you know. But if those two are happy, I tell you what. My wife watches uh, Housewives of, I believe that's Miami. Uh, you believe you're right. I don't want to admit to that, but I mean, it's on in my household so often. So it's on every day in my yeah, household. One of them housewife shows is yeah. on. And I will say, uh, Marcus Jordan, good young man. Seemed like a he, very he, nice he, young man. He's, he's well put together, well spoken. He yeah. I don't know what he's of, doing with her. She yeah. seems like a loon to me. But <laughs> why not? That's a fact. Well, she married Scotty Pippen, and he's kind of a loon, isn't he? <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, I, I hope they. I hope they're happy. You are such a different person than me. Because the first thing I thought when I saw this story was karma. <laughs> karma. It's just a weird couple to begin with. Uh, yeah, uh, it is a bad story out of LSU football. LSU running oh, back yeah. Trey Hawley, who played in three games for them last year, was arrested today in Louisiana and booked on several felony charges, including attempted second degree murder. The sheriff. Jeez said Holly turned himself into authorities with his attorney around nude and in addition to the attempted murder charge he was also booked for felony aggravated criminal damage to property and felony illegal use of a weapon um the sheriff said the incident took place at an apartment complex following a disturbance 
at a previous location and left two people, one male and one female, hospitalized. So Holly is now being held on $512,000 bond. And LSU said in a statement shortly after, they are aware that a student athlete has been arrested in relation to a shooting in Union Parish. So there you go. Not good stuff there. Not good. No comments. Okay. No. Nothing for that. Okay. Uh, There are some pretty incredible stories coming out of the parade yesterday. Yes. And so TMZ has these if you would like to go and see some of them. But the guy, one of the guys who tackled the shooter said that he basically had no second, second thoughts about running after this guy. Uh, another guy said that one of the gunmen was firing in a circle around himself. So there were lots of crazy things. But what I'm bringing is that this guy put his life on the line along with several other people to chase down this person with the gun and tackle them and as they tackled him a big gun he said fell out of the person you know pocket or jacket or whatever and he said he he just feels for everybody everybody and he said he would have done it again if he had to so that's a hero right there yeah uh there were a lot of them last yesterday at that event uh, including some of the chiefs i think andy reed there was a, i saw a young man talking about his experience he seemed shaken but he said andy reed there was the whole time had his arm around him was kind of keeping him positive before he had to leave to go check on other people. Um, it's amazing when you get into those situations, the the good in people tend to show up. Yeah, um, I give Jackson Mahomes a really hard time. They're just Patrick Mahomes' little brother. I give him a really hard time, but I will say I read some stuff yesterday about him trying to help a little kid find his parents, so um, you know what? You're a good person if you're going to help a little kid find their parents in the midst of all of that. So I will say the good, but I will also say the bad. Did DJ Khaled play himself this week? <laughs> yes, he did because he got pulled over in a golf cart. Driving a yeah, little golf cart. You, you live in Florida, man. That's, that's, that's a what Miami. Does. That's a Miami staple. That's what I thought. You it's a drive around sweet in your golf, golf cart. cart. Do you think he uh, told the police, "Hey, congratulations, you played yourself"? Yeah. He this should. Is, this if is he DJ didn't. Khaled. They would have let him go if he would have said DJ that. DJ Khaled, we the boost. <laughs> Isn't that how he says <laughs> yes. every single time? <laughs> we the boost. Yeah. All right. That's it for a very abridged version. Whatever of happened to you? Didn't you get a golf cart? Once for as a gift? Oh, when I was a little, when I was a oh, kid. What did you do with it? We drove them bad boys until the wheels fell off. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I credit my pops and those golf carts for my driving skills getting to a peak early. Like I, oh. I was comfortable behind the wheel because of those golf carts. I did not realize you were going to go in that direction. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you were like um, the kid from Blank Check. Remember that kid who? It was a Disney movie. I, remi- I vaguely remember where the movie. he wrote like a check for a million bucks, and they gave him a million dollars, and he bought like this mansion. And then it was weird because the police officer who was undercover and also over the age of eighteen was dating a kid that was thirteen. So that was kind of strange. But I don't remember this. You actually. don't remember that? No. Okay. All right. All right. Let's well, get to break. There you go. <laughs> when we return, uh, you'll get to hear Sean Lewis, San Diego State's football coach, joined us earlier. Get ready to not run through something and knock somebody down. Be ready to want to pancake someone in your household when it's all set. <laughs> That's uh, right. More Gwyn and Chris on the way. Uh, congratulations again to Caitlin Clark, the Iowa sharpshooter, is the all-time leading scorer in uh, NCAA women's college basketball history. She uh, surpassed the eight points needed tonight. 
And she's still going rather strong, Tony. She's got 28 in the first half as Iowa is ahead of Michigan. Yeah, that 36 doesn't look like it's going to last very long. Right, our over-under from earlier in the program. 26. She's got uh, eight assists, too, just for just for good shape. Having quite the game. Uh, all right, and it's fantastic because we have a women's basketball game on here in the studio, which is something that wouldn't have happened a couple of years ago. Yeah. So she's uh, really helping the sport blossom, and that's uh, that's good news for everybody. Uh, other news today before we get to our interview of the day. Pretty quiet, really. Um, you know, in fact, that's else that happened. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with something. Did, did you? Did you? Was there really? Rob Manfred will retire. That's that's going to be that's going to perk up your ears until I tell you that he's not retiring until 2029. So yeah. you got to wait five more years. It'll for that. be a while. Yeah. You put your name in the hat, Tony, for commish? Absolutely not. Why? Uh, Why would I want that job? I don't want. Sounds wanna... like kind of a fun. I job. mean, you get uh, you get paid a lot of money. That's, yeah. that's Could you imagine at. those thirty people, among them Dick Monfort, trying Ooh. to tell you what to do? Good, good point. I'd be a turncoat, though. I'd be like moving. I, st- you know, I'm, no, but you would be the bridge between nah, the front that's office that's and not, the players. That's not how it works, dog. That's not how it works. You I'm, come in once I take over as commissioner. I am now working. For the owners, yeah, and you'd have trouble ever ruling against the players. <laughs> you can play. I know that. You can play disruptor. You can mess everything up. Yeah, I don't want to be a disruptor. All right. Uh, ESPN Plus. I paid for this. Uh, <laughs> listed its most intriguing player for every baseball team this year. Wow. I'm not exactly sure what intriguing player means, but they chose for the Padres Yuki Matsui. So I saw him for what on that's the, worth. I saw him predicted to be on the all rookie team this well, year. Well, that would be a nice yeah. thing. It would be nice to have go right alongside uh-huh. of him. Heck yes. On the all rookie team and Jackson Merrill too. Heck Why yes. not? Let's have them all. I like Jackson Merrill, man. I think he's got a chance to A lot make of people think he's going to be the starting I what, left, left fielder? fielder. I wouldn't be surprised at all, man. Or center fielder even. He just has there's the just something there's something about him. Like it's 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 not it doesn't like jump off the page like it did for Nat, for Fernando, but he just seems like he's going to be a solid ball player. Well, if you're a Padre fan out there, that would be something you would definitely be hoping for. Yeah, because that would solve a lot of issues. Uh, Sean Lewis has come in and taken the San Diego State football program by storm. He will uh, debut on the field with his Aztecs come late August, but he debuted on Gwyn and Chris. Joining us for the first time earlier today, and uh, I think uh, if you like him the way we like him, that's all good thing. Here's traffic before you hear from Sean Lewis. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. We are being joined by San Diego State head football coach Sean Lewis. This is a big gift for us. Sean, thank you for coming on today. How are you? Guys, I'm doing great. Appreciate the opportunity for jumping on with you guys. First, before we get into any football stuff, I have to ask you, now that I found out that you're going to be in the softball game that I will be a head coach of, do you you hit lefty? Do you hit righty? Where, Where are we at? I'm a righty, and, and my strike zone is probably way too big. <laughs> That's all right. That's the beauty of softball is you can have a bigger strike zone and have a ton of success. If you get Tony as your manager, you're going to have a big leaguer to help you work on your swing. So you'll be. I good. need all the help I can get, guys. <laughs> well, Coach, listen, I, we'll, we'll take care of you when, you when we get to that point. But let's talk about this football team and this upcoming year. The city is it's seemingly a, a buzz right now since you've arrived. You've already been able to bring some some great talent alongside uh, to, to join this team. Just talk about your expectations for this program moving forward. Yeah, you know, I mean, we talked about it yesterday as a team, and, you know, we've been building this culture. And for me, it's, it's about constant improvement and constant competition, right? We need to do a great job, and the staff has done a tremendous job of building the competitive maturity of our team, the competitive depth of our roster. And right now the guys have been working really, really hard. It, it's kind of hard to put a, an idea of where we're going to be or what we're going to look like because we haven't put any pads on right now. And we don't get a chance to do that until spring ball here coming up in March. But I'm excited with the way the guys are working and the energy that they're bringing to the building each and every single day. And, you know, with the talent that's right in our backyard, there, there's no reason why we shouldn't be competing for championships year in and year out as we get them to the building, as we develop those guys to fit our style of play. Sean, what is your style of leadership? How would you describe that? Uh, I mean, this is a, obviously a wonderful opportunity for you to be a head coach at a major Division One college football program. Sure, you had to sell yourself to the university. And so far, what you've been selling to this fan base and the people in San Diego, it seems to me they've been buying it. And I think everybody, like Tony said, is really excited. What's your, how would you describe how you went about this process? Yeah, you know, being very detail-oriented, um, having processes and systems in place when, when you're running an organization as large as a football team is with 120 guys and, you know, another 100 staff members, I think you got to be very detailed and very uh, clear in, in how you communicate and what you want to get done, set forth clear standards, clear expectations. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I think if I had to put a label on myself in any sort of way, I'd be, I would say that I'm a player's coach because I don't know what other type of coach there is, right? Like that we're here as a staff to serve our kids and it's our job to take them and get them to a place and this organization, you know, that they couldn't get to on their own. I think that's what great coaches do and and that's what we have to do by building up the young men that are in our organization and build trust with them to have strong bonded relationships, right? And, and, And then because of that, then the kids will truly care about, you know, what we know and our expertise so that we can help them grow as young men and as players. Coach Lewis, I want to go back a little bit to the beginning. Before you took the job with San Diego State, obviously San Diego State had tremendous um, interest in you. But on the flip side of that, you would have to have interest in the the school. What was it, aside from the weather and the city itself, uh, what was it about this school that made it attractive to you? Uh, the the number one thing, you know, is that you need talent and you need players. And, and that's your most valuable resource that you have the, the talent pool to, to be able to 
to win at a really, really high level. And obviously the talent and the level of high school football that's being played here in Southern California, I think is second to none. So that was really, really um, attractive to me that I could wake up in my home and and leave bright and early and go hit 10 to 12 high schools in a day, see tremendous uh, young men, visit with great coaches, be a resource for them, and then be able to turn around and still be home to help my wife with bed and bath time. Um, you know, yeah. so that was really, really important to me, um, you know, and be there for our kids. And, and, and so also, you know, the, the winning tradition um, and, and the history of this program, to me, if you could do it once, you can do it again. And uh, obviously we've won quite a few championships here, going all the way back to Coach uh, Coriel and, and the Air Coriel days, right? So all that time and, and the, the product that was put in the past and what we're going to be able to build in the future by handling the present right now is something I'm really, really excited about. Sean Lewis is with us, and of course, Sean, I knew you were in Colorado last year. What is your? What do you think, or is there a difference in your mind between football played, say, in the Big Twelve or the Pac Twelve, and football played in the Mountain West? You know, we've been we've been listening to this stuff for years and years and years out here. That you know what, the Power Five conference is a whole nother world out there, et cetera, et cetera. Yet the Aztecs have been right there competing with these guys and, and winning most of their Pac-12 games, actually, over the last 10 or 15 years. So I'm assuming you don't see a big difference between the two. No, I mean, I've been very fortunate in, in my time and in, in being a coach to where she was all the way down to the high school level, Division Two, FCS, Group of Five, Power Five, at all the various places that I've been. And when you step in between the white line, the, the passion and the purpose that the young men play with, there's not a huge difference. And, you know, if you're aligned as a team, you got a great plan, and, and the kids are bought into that plan, I, I think that, you know, anyone can beat anyone on any given day. Uh, and so, no, there, there's, there's not a huge difference when it comes to stepping in between those white lines and, and putting the ball down and getting after it. Head football coach Sean Lewis joins us here on Gwen and Chris. And, Sean, I – one of the things that, you know, it seems to be a difficult landscape to navigate is the NIL, the transfer portal. What about that makes it – it seems like you have, you've, you've had some success in those areas. What, what is it about those two areas that has seemingly been a difficult landscape for some, but for yourself and others it has been a little bit easier? I think it's kind of the mindset that you bring to it. We, we talk to our kids all the time before – any sort of skill set, it's a mindset, right? So I, I don't see the, the landscape of NIL and the recent changes of, in the portal as, as a perceived negative. To me, they're opportunities, right? And, and it's an opportunity to roll your sleeves up, go do the work that, that winning requires, and it's a part of the game now that, that you have to embrace and that you have to educate yourself on. And as fast as everything is changing, I'm very fortunate to have an unbelievable staff with a lot of different experiences from a lot of different places. And we've been able to take their ideas, my own ideas, make them our ideas so that we can be super competitive in that space and to take that piece of the puzzle along with everything else that San Diego State has to offer and create a, you know, what we think is a remarkable experience for for our young men to help them grow as young people, to get a tremendous degree, and to give them an athletic experience in this competitive arena um, that's second to none. Sean Lewis, football coach at San Diego State, uh, making his first stop here on Gwyn and Chris, and we're really excited to have him and uh, and have you here in San Diego, Sean. I mean, this San Diego State football program, I mean, it's coming off one bad season in terms of the record. Talk a little bit about where you felt you needed to attack in terms of, you know, skill players, line play, 
uh, you know, quarterbacks, wide receivers, defense. Where did you feel looking at this squad from last year? You felt you needed to attack and recruiting, and and how do you feel you've done in accomplishing what you set out to do? Yeah, I think the biggest factors is always going to be for us is how can we build the most complete, big, athletic, fast, and physical well-disciplined football team that we can, right? So we really prioritize our, our height, weight, speed measurables that, that we can verify from different sources. And I thought our staff did a great job going out and acquiring some, some great length, some great speed, um, some mid-skill players at the linebacker and tight end position um, that are able to play sideline to sideline and, and having a backer that in today's game, you know, that is able to run, you know, through the vertical seam and having a tight end that can do lots of different multiple things, um, both run and pass. Um, so I thought we did a great job in those areas. Um, you know, obviously having a quarterback is critically important. You know, when you when you when you get on the job and you get rolling, and the guy at Enterprise tells you, Coach, we need to we need to get some quarterbacks in this thing. You know, if that guy at Enterprise knows that, then I think that tells us kind of what we need to do. Um, so we were able to to you know fill those holes. We think, and again, we'll get to the field and get to work with how those guys process, and as the bullets start flying see what we have, you know, across the board. I think there's the, the job along our trenches is never going to be done. We can mm. never be complacent in that space, right? The, the game is one up front with those bigs along the O-line and the D-line. And, um, you know, I, I never rest easy in that regard, just knowing what a premium those body types are. You know, it doesn't matter what level of the game it is, but we need to continue to develop the guys that are in our building and look for the right talent that can join us here in the future. Who would have thunk an enterprise delivering an assist uh, to, the, to, to the San Diego State's football team. Uh, Coach, I, I, I'm interested to know, with all of the movement that's going to take place in terms of teams that are on the West Coast playing in conferences that are really uh, in the Midwest or, or back East, when you go into a, a kid's house in Southern California, what typically are the things that matter most? I know, you know, for a long time it was you wanted to be in these Pac-12 conference. You wanted to be close to home. You wanted to be on the West Coast. But has the kids' mindset kind of changed now, especially with all this movement and teams on the West Coast now really playing and being centered in the Midwest or back East? Yeah, I, mean, I think the biggest thing, right, that, that's kind of shifted is, is that there used to be this big draw to play close to home but with all the different uh, media outlets that are there, it doesn't matter if you're near or far, mm. the games are being broadcasted and, and, and your family and your friends can watch you play, right? So the biggest thing is what's going to be the fit for that individual family? What do they covet most? And, and to me, that that's where's the best opportunity for them to grow, for them to develop, and for them to get the exposure and the production that they want to ultimately pursue their dreams uh, of playing in the NFL, right? Like those are the guys that we want to hunt. Those are the guys that we want to be after that have high dreams, high aspirations, that want to be high productive and, and maximize their opportunities so you know we're, we're talking to families about that how you know their skill set their character makeup is a great fit for our brand of football and that's going to lead to you know great results both on and off the field but unbelievable production that's undeniable that NFL scouts have to go see and so that we can continue to do a great job of developing those pros here on the Mesa and, and helping them achieve their, their dreams and their goals. Sean, thanks for the time. We've really enjoyed it. I want to throw one more at you real quick. Uh, just your thought on the state of college football. Tony mentioned the conference realignments, et cetera. Do you like the way the sport is headed right now or, or are some things you're concerned with? Uh, I mean, again, it's constantly evolving, right? I, I think 
there, there's some great things that are happening for the, the players and the opportunities that are out there. I think there's some ways that we can modify it and, and make it better so that there can be a little bit more stability so that yeah. not every single time this portal window opens, you know, you're, it's unrestricted free agency across the board. But uh, again, there, there should be freedom. There should be flexibility. There should be the, the availability for choice. Um, but I think if we can do a better job of just, you know, putting a little bit more parameters in place so it's not just open season year round. Coach Lewis, uh, we super appreciate you coming on and, so, and spending some time. Scraby over here and line him up against me. I'm ready to one through a wall <laughs> after, <laughs> after this interview. I'm ready. Coach, we appreciate you coming on. I'll see you out on the baseball diamond or the softball diamond, however you want to put it. But this city is extremely excited about you and this and this program, and uh, we'll be we'll be back behind you 100. percent Guys, appreciate it. Go Aztecs. Sean Lewis getting it done on the field. Well, that's all he has to do is get it done on the field. He's gotten it yeah. done off the field. That's all anybody's going to care about. Good catching up and meeting him on the program today for sure. Joe Musgrove was also on the show. If you missed that, 97.3thefanst.com or find it on the Odyssey app. We'll be back with four more hours tomorrow. Coming up next, it's the Scraby Chronicles. Will whatever is his daily gripe today make me that mad tomorrow? My daily gripe today is going to be that Chris doesn't have any faith in Brock Purdy. So there you go. Fair enough. What I'm going to be your gripe? Someone suggested I just do an hour show every day of me and the things that you bother me with. (laughs) Just me, just one big daily gripe. That's entertaining. Yeah, an hour wouldn't be enough time. All right, Scraby's next. Gwen and Chris. Back at you tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.